This is the Church Planning Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Every Monday, we focus in on church planning wives. Here's your hosts, Jennifer Clifton and Amanda Hudson. Hey, girl. Hey. Love you. So, how you doing? I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a it's been a long day. Sunday. Yeah. Sundays are long. Um, beautiful day. It is. Fall it's is really my nice. Favorite. <gasps> Me too. I love fall. I was gonna ask you what is your favorite season? Um, fall. Mm-hmm. And last year, I don't know. Maybe it was just COVID, but I felt COVID was like, hey, I'm not gonna give you a fall. No. But I, I feel like we're getting a fall. Yes. And. There's two trees that I've been watching in my yard for like the last month because the tree is turning Do your red. job and make my house <laughs> look pretty. One leaf by one leaf. <laughs> I've been so excited. But anyways. Yeah. The seasons are important because yeah. as you may have noticed, there are seasons in church life. Have you noticed that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Ever changing. Yes. But some the same. You know what my husband says. The only thing consistent about church planting is change. I think if we shorten that, we can make a t-shirt out of it. Yes. I think we should. We totally should make a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get on that. Okay. Um, Yes. Seasons in church. Say it again. Which one? The quote. You know how in sermons, if it's good, say it again. (laughs) (laughs) What does Clint say? Clint says the only thing consistent in church planting is change. Yeah. Yeah. I like see I like to think of things in seasons because it helps me have a better attitude mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a really busy season mm-hmm. and Clint's gone a yeah. lot, our family's out a lot because, you know, our yeah. family motto is what we do, we do together. Yes. So usually we're all in. Yeah. Uh, there is a particular season Mm-hmm. of the year that church is more busy mm-hmm. and we're gone a lot. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. It's only for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then I know the slow season is coming, but it also helps when I have to fill in a position that maybe the leader moved. Cause we're a very transient military community mm-hmm. and I either don't feel equipped or called to do that position mm-hmm. But at the time, I'm the only person that makes a logical choice. Mm -hmm. Or is there. Or is available Uh because we're new at church planting. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, okay, I can do do it. I can do it. You can do anything for three months. Mm -hmm. You can do anything for six months, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Like, Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm going to be doing this job to the best of my Uh ability Mm -hmm. while I'm got my eyes scanning the people who are with For us, someone to equip, and who has God equipped to do this job, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to train my replacement and happily hand it over. Yeah, yeah. So. Or you may not even find. I don't know. I remember when we were doing um, women's ministry, mm-hmm. and um, I could do an event, but when it came came to depth and organization of it all, like really structuring something that would be able to be passed on. Yeah. Um, that really wasn't my niche, but I, I was there in the role, um, just as the leader, but then someone came along and I was like, boom, you're my girl, you're it. And Hey, would you want to do this? And she came in and she did exactly. And I just became this Indian. She was the chief Yeah. and it was 
beautiful. And she took kind of like a burden off of me Mm -hmm. because I felt the burden of this could be better. It is what it is for now. And people are fellow women are fellowshipping. We're studying God's word together, but there's some structure that could be added. And she was amazing at that. You know, um, I have seen women before have that kind of ownership of a position and find it hard to release it. Yeah. Even when they know they're going to be moving, even when they know a change is a season of change is ahead. Yeah. Um, and so that's something to be very careful about. If you're in music, if you're in children's, if you're in women's ministry, whatever the role is, fixing breakfast in the morning while the people, you know, get ready for uh, the service. Um, not having this stark ownership of something of this is how it is. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. You can do this, but this is how it is. No, allow that position to look different. Um, what do you think? I think absolutely. Yeah. Because not only like, do we serve in roles in seasons, but our life also has seasons. So yes, I may be leading this right now and I absolutely love it and I'm thriving and it's going super well, but my family's growing. We're Mm -hmm. having more kids Mm -hmm. or my husband's job has changed and it's more demanding. And now the extra time Mm -hmm. that I used to have to give to that Mm -hmm. is very little. And you have to remember that it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, God put you in that role to run that at the time, but you're not in it for forever. Mm-hmm. And the end goal is for him to be glorified mm-hmm. in whatever you're leading. Mm-hmm. And so it may be, you know, he's growing someone else to mm-hmm. step into a role for mm-hmm. them to grow as well. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be able to transition that well. Mm-hmm. I love how you're saying these seasons and I can do it for three months. I can do it for six months. I can do it for a year, whatever it is. What helped you in that season to stay in not just like three more months, (laughs) one more month, you know, besides that, the the beginning and the end of the season, what really helped you in the midst of the season? Just doing that thing. In the midst, I mean knowing that you're not doing a particular job forever because sometimes that can just Mm -hmm. get mundane and boring. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. you want to do something different. Like mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, I'm going to do this for 10 mm-hmm. years. Well, mm-hmm. it instantly gets boring if you think about it that mm-hmm. way. But if you're just trying to enjoy in the moment, like this week we're doing this mm-hmm. or this month yeah. we're putting on this event for the children yeah. or for the women, like, or for planner wives, um, you get more enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like you work harder at it and yeah. Yeah. I, um, was thinking about one time where uh, there was no one else doing music and so I did music for I don't know maybe a year and a half two years and people were transitioning in and out because of the seasons of life and I'd get to lead with this person who blessed my life and or this person who challenged me in this season of of you know leading and it just it never failed that even though I was in this position people were coming in and out and not necessarily that, that they weren't the person, they weren't the person to be equipped. They were just helping me, you know, but in the season when I had the, the position of this, this being music, um, keeping my eyes open to God, what are you still doing in my life mm-hmm. during this time? Who are how are you, who are you allowing me to just encourage or who's in, who's encouraging me? How are the people around me keeping me, you know, steadfast and sane? um, what friendships do I have during this season? But 
Yeah, you like God may equip you for one thing at this one mm-hmm. time while he's working on your heart and changing mm-hmm. attitudes about other particular areas mm-hmm. in your life or ministry that he really has for you down the road. And so this is a growing time for you and and whoever is going to come alongside you, you're helping them grow and equipping them and encouraging them like you can do this. Yeah. Like God has given you all of these skills. And while you're training them to help you, you may actually be training your replacement. Be, and God has got somebody else in your life talking about another area, and they're encouraging you yeah. in that. Because, like, when Clint and I got together many, many moons ago, mm-hmm. he was music. He wasn't church planting. Like, mm-hmm. he was music. Mm-hmm. And so, and he doesn't do music at all. Mm-hmm. Ever, hardly ever mm-hmm. now. Like, every once in a while. Like, he just did it at our men's retreat, but... Like he probably only plays music in our worship service maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. So, you know, in these seasons, oftentimes our planter, our husband, Mm -hmm. is just on go. Yeah. Constantly. And their helper uh, can gently, sometimes forcefully, sometimes with sin in their hearts. But sometimes, you know, we can come in and say, hey, I think... This season is a little hectic, and maybe we should talk. What is that like for you in y'all's life? I think one of the biggest things that help is when we look at the calendar. Because when we look at the calendar, we're sitting there and we're looking at an entire month. We have some things that like happen every week. Like mm-hmm. every Wednesday on our calendars, it says dad meeting. That means Clint and one of the children is going out for lunch and one-on-one time. So a lot of times he fills up his calendar with all important things and that gets buried Mm -hmm. in the calendar. So when he and I sit down and we're looking at the calendar and he's telling me, we go almost day by day throughout the whole thing. I'm, I'm like, Okay, but that's a Wednesday, and that's when you're supposed to be taking one of the kids out. Are you still doing that? And he was like, oh, Mm -hmm. yes, let me shift things around. Or if we're looking at the calendar, we're looking at several months, and it's like slammed for months on end. I was like, okay, we have got, and we list off all the things that happen within like two or three months. It's like, at the end this month, we need to go somewhere. We need to like take a little mini vacation and just have some family time because you know we have five teenagers so not only well one's a young adult Mm -hmm. um not only does clint have a full calendar of all his work stuff but then we've got full on like everyone is involved in something and everyone has something almost every night and so it's like a juggling act to like are we gonna have dinner Are we going to, is everyone making it to somebody's game? Mm -hmm. I remember when it was Noah's senior year, you know, this was pre-COVID. So everything was full on, Mm -hmm. busy, busy, busy. And I was like, it is extremely important this soccer season that you make it to as many Mm -hmm. soccer games as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you were busy, but this is, school hasn't started yet and Fall season, you have got to make sure you are at as many soccer games because it is very important to Noah. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying that to him about Noah, I know that I've done that similar thing and in, in saying and in coaxing him with, hey, there's relationships that are 
pretty major in our home and uh and he's failed at those you know that that kind of calendaring thing he's failed at it and I know he feels the guilt I know he wants to do better at that and so you know not that I don't know if he'll ever achieve it you know but if I say hey let's sit down let's look at the calendar again this month let's try again Mm -hmm. you know um uh let's let's see if we can make these uh weekly you know intentional times with our kids work uh one-on-one times um but I think that that's another thing to remember as wives, especially to a man who n- who his job never shuts off. He gets a call at 12 o'clock in, in the morning. He gets a call at 5 o'clock that he has to make a decision at the dinner table. Do I answer this kind of important phone call yeah. or do I not? Um, it all has to be done graciously. Gracious. So much like grace. Your husband wants to be at every kid activity mm-hmm. he wants to go on the dad meetings he wants to be there for family dinner like he wants that but he also has the weightiness of so much weight being the pastor starting a church so I feel like sitting down I don't know calendaring is big in our house because yeah. I feel like if we stay on the calendar and we talk about it regularly oh, yeah. and we try to stay somewhat organized yeah. I mean there's some weeks dad meetings not going to happen yeah because reality yeah. and that's okay like I'm not looking for perfection but let's give it our best shot yeah so I'm going to continue to remind you yeah I'm remind gonna, kindly yeah when we put our calendars on we do google calendar and I asked, he literally once, he said, do you want me to send you everything? And I was like, well, within reason, you know, don't, (laughs) you know, but yeah, kind of, you know, just put it on there. And that way, you know, I know, and and we can work through things Um, because it's not like he is at a business to where it's a nine to five. Right. He is, he literally is on the job all the time. Yeah. And things that come up at lunch sometimes are acceptable or at dinner are sometimes acceptable to, to attend to. Yeah. So I think we should definitely talk about these seasons because I have a ton of other seasonal things that I'd love to talk about. Yeah. Maybe in another session. Seasons are a great word in church planting. If they really are great. Mm -hmm. Yes. Fun times. Happy fall. Yes. For those of you who are interested in military church planting, I want to tell you about a book that we've put out called The Praetorian Project, Multiplying the Gospel Through Military Church Planting. And this is a simple read. It's just got 10 chapters and it's about the unfolding of the Praetorian Project and sort of our ethos of ministry. The Praetorian Project is a really simple strategy to spread the gospel around the globe on the backs of U.S. service members. It's so simple, actually, that it's hard to even call it a strategy. And we want to see men and women in the U.S. military become faithful, committed followers of Jesus and then to use their careers to spread the gospel around the world to organize and form new congregations. In short, we're aiming to plant a network of gospel-loving churches in military communities worldwide. If that resonates with you and you want to know something more about that, check out our book, Praetorian Project, Multiplying the Gospel Through Church Planting. You can find it on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. I've been in Thank you for listening to the Church Planting Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Today's episode of the Church Planting Podcast is sponsored by New City Network. Josh Dransky produced today's show. 
Nick Bastian was our editor. Thanks to Hayden Taransky, who provided administrative and web support for the program. And last but not least, thanks to you for listening through to the very end of the Church Planting Podcast. If you'd like more information about the show, feel free to visit our website, www.churchplantingpodcast.org. There you can find all of our past episodes as well as notes and links from today's show. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Church Planting Podcast. (laughs) 